3: Miami Mercenaries, really, that's the double M Bomb baller, baby boy, I be above the
1: rim What's good, family? It's your boy, Just Blaze Host of the best NBA pod in the game, Above the Rim Keep it locked each week and join myself and a special guest As we tackle the latest rumblings in the league If it's happening in the NBA, you know I got you covered Make sure you subscribe on all platforms and leave that five-star review Let's get it
2: I mean the game the series was over you know that was it and um i was just
3: waving goodbye to him and i think uh that was what they decided to do and we was just like okay what we want to do is win four games and then when no when we win those four games there's not going to be nothing to talk about
1: all right guys chris
2: we have a flashback tonight back-to-back 23 points in the second half you feeling good tonight Said a flashback. Yeah, you flashback from what? From like old school Chris Paul tonight. Getting to yeah, your spot yeah. and doing whatever you want in the fourth quarter. Devil is a lion. Talk
1: about it. You are now tuned in to Above the Rim. Family, family, welcome, welcome to another edition of Above the Rim, episode 129. Brought to you, as always, it's your host, Justin, aka Just Blaze. Family, appreciate y'all tuning in, keeping it locked each and every episode I'm hype, y'all hype, we all hype Because um, this is a playoff episode, man The playoffs are finally here, it took four or five extra months But we finally made it uh, I brought two of my partners here joining me this week uh, In studio, a repeat offender Friend of the show, welcome back my brother Redemption Ream is here, what's good my brother? Stop playing with me <laughs> Give me a chance <laughs> Give my man a chance <laughs> um, And in the other corner Another great basketball mind. He's been on the show a few times as well uh, Hosted a Dime NBA podcast Make sure, family, make sure you go out You go listen, you support, and you subscribe To my man's show um, One of the best NBA pods in the game Along with myself, one of the best shows in the game My boy Josh, what's good brother? What's good, Josh? How you doing? Reem, nice to meet you Let's Finally,
3: how you feeling brother?
1: Good man, good. Yeah, man. Um, so family, you know the drill to get in contact with me. You can always hit me up. Follow me on Twitter at justblaze underscore 513. On IG it's at just 513 On Facebook, search above the rim podcast, email the show as well, above the rim NBA podcast at gmail.com. Follow Rem on IG, Rich Threads, Twitter, Let's Toss Sports TV. Follow Josh, Josh underscore Rodriguez. Um, check him out on Twitter as well, and also subscribe to his show. As I said before, leave me a voicemail 908-718-1592 And uh, fellas, let's get this th- let's get this thing going, man, because we got a hell of a episode coming up. Um, well, before we get into a cop and a dropping, uh, well, excuse me, before we get into our playoff breakdowns, I wanted to start off with some cop and a dropping first because we had some news in the NBA. Um, coaching bodies are being dropped now, fellas. Uh, this week we had two coaches get dismissed. Jim Boylan in, out there in Chicago, which was well overdue, in my opinion. And then we had, um, in a, I would say, semi-surprising fashion, um, the Pelicans. They gave the pink slip to my man, Alvin Gentry, AKA the Reverend, I call him. Uh, the Reverend of the NBA. But, um, so Gentry, he spent five seasons in the, on, on the Pelicans, only made the playoffs one time. They underachieved mainly this season. Mainly, I would say, due to weird playoff expectations put on them. Uh, But most importantly, I feel like it was due to the way they've managed Zion's minutes distribution um, in regards to his health. One game he's playing 10, one game he's playing 15, then he's playing 25 one game. And then, of course, Alvin Gentry is forced to make decision to take him out of the game. And then he receives a blunt of the blame. So, Reem, I'm going to start off with you first. Copping or dropping, my brother, in regards to Alvin Gentry. The Pelicans organization set Gentry up to fail. Because they didn't want him To be the coach Going forward for Zion Copping the drop
3: I'm copping that
1: mm, Tell me why I felt he just
3: got the, the short end of the stick Because they never Disclosed exactly What was wrong with Zion mm-hmm. Coming back into the bubble Is, Did he pull a hamstring What was the reason For the for the limitations On his minutes mm-hmm. And being a coach He has to follow The guidelines Of what's presented By the the medical staff mm-hmm. And if they were shortening the minutes He had to apply by that It I also think Zion is experiencing his behavior and what it affects on the business side now. Because mm. he had a chance to come into the bubble in shape. Like other players took a time to drop 20 pounds That's and I don't be in the gym. So now because of your actions, you potentially could have caused your coach to be fired. and And, he did and this is the first time that he's experiencing this because you
1: know he's now a professional athlete Mm -hmm. and this is what comes with the behavior of a no longer college player exactly and and i know you have a you had a lot of fire for zion especially coming in you talked a lot about his weight and his conditioning and stuff like that um i'm still disappointed in a young man it's been a whole year now he's i still don't feel like he's in proper game shape as 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 he's supposed to be and what happens right now so josh True brother the or dropping The Pelicans organization Set up Set coach Gentry up To fail Because they didn't want him To be the coach design In the future Talk to me
4: I'm going to go the opposite direction. I'm going to say drop in on this one. Okay. I mean, I, I do think that the minutes restriction was unfair, but at the same time, you got to get your team high wheel up to play. you got to get them ready. And the Pelicans just weren't ready coming into the bubble. Mm. Um, even Zion. Zion was very good defensively in Duke, and you see how he played all season, even before the bubble. He was lazy off the ball. He was just a lazy defender. And to me, that's coaching. That's not necessarily, you know, the, uh, the organization setting Alvin to fail. Also, Lonzo was awful coming back. They just looked disinterested, and maybe you can blame that on the front office, you know, playing Zion 15 minutes or telling Alvin to play Zion 15 minutes in the first game and then they're like well why are we even here you know we're not gonna play Zion we're not gonna make a playoffs like what's the point but at the end of the day it's up to the head coach to get these guys ready and it's up to the head coach to to motivate them and I think a big sign of an unmotivated team is when they don't play defense when they're not rotating when they look like they don't care and that's the vibe I got from the Pelicans uh, when the bubble came back so you know I do understand the argument that you know, administer restrictions and, and a lot of other things maybe set him up to fail. But at the end of the day, you're the head coach and the team has to respond to you. And if the team's not responding to you, especially if the young rookie who you drafted, number one, who's been the highest out of prospects LeBron James is not responding to you, it's time to move on.
1: Yeah,
3: I, I agree. Down. Go ahead, Rick. I, I don't know if, I don't know if you, you could really blame him because Zion was supposed to be a pivotal point Of the offense this year coming in He came in hurt And then you had uh, Ingram The first time really manhandling the offense And being the main star there So I think like You didn't get a chance to really see what you had Because he missed so much time And then the roles kind of like switched Because Ingram took kind of like A secondary role when Zion came And then certain things that Zion was supposed to be doing on On the court He didn't have his place set Because he missed a lot of time in the beginning of the season
1: yeah, I, I agree. No.
4: Go ahead. No, I, I agree with that. For me, it's just the effort, though. You know what I mean? I, I understand the X's and O's argument. I think a lot of people had them going into the playoffs this year, which I think was a little premature. I think it was unfair to the Pelicans and Gentry himself. But at the end of the day, when these players aren't trying, when they're not rotating on defense, and when they look like they don't give a damn on the court, that falls back on the coach. And that's why I, I chose dropping for this.
1: Okay, I hear that. So let me give you yeah. guys, um, for me, I'm going to cop this also as well. Um Because I do feel like they set up Coach Gentry a little bit. I think um, David Griffin, I think kind of unintentionally they set him up. I think they just didn't set him up for success, which ultimately sets him up for failure. Because if you are telling this man that Zion is your franchise player, I understand that you have to listen to the doctors. I understand you have to listen to the team physicians when they tell you you can only handle a certain amount of minutes. But at at what point do we listen to the player at all? I understand Mm. he's a young player, but... Who else knows your body better than you? You know what I'm saying? And I feel like the way that they were subbing Zion out was really a problem. Like, they were subbing him out in some really crucial moments. You know what I'm saying? Like, I understand there's a yeah. minute's restriction, but if he's playing 25, if he goes 28, come on now. It's not a big deal. I don't think—I mean, if you're in the playoffs, if what if they got into the playoffs, basically? And he's on a 25-minute minutes restriction. You're going to cut him off at 26 if—, if It's about to be Mm -hmm. an overtime game in the playoffs. That to me doesn't make sense.
3: But To to me, that ultimately shows he was never really in game shape coming back into the bubble Mm. for them to do that. And he is supposed to be the franchise quote-unquote player. Yeah. So do you risk it on trying to get into the bubble or do you just drop those minutes back and see what we got next year? Because there's no chance they're winning the chip this year. True. So it was like, what do we do? But the bigger picture that I do have is Mm -hmm. does Ingram wait around for
1: that this this change of the, the 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 guards um i don't know it depends because ingram we know he's looking to get paid we know he's a free agent this off season um and i assume a team is going to give him the max but what we really don't know like as a viewer is his relationship with zion if they even have one with zion so Josh, I don't know if you've seen anything like that. Have you seen anything about if they get along? Like, what's, what does their synergy look like to you on the court? Are they a pairing that can last They, stay?
4: They're like co-workers. Yeah, they're like, they're there like, you go. Like, they're like parents <laughs> that should have been separated 10 years ago, but they're sticking it for the kids. Like, that's what they remind me of. Like, they don't really, they don't interact. There's I nothing there. Nothing. Um, yeah, I don't see anything either. That's that's my biggest problem with the Pelicans too. And I mean, and just to go back to the Gentry thing, it's like I don't think he was fired because of the wins losses. I think he was fired because of the effort, because of the vibe of the team. Um, but yeah, I I don't think Brandon Ingram is going to stay in New Orleans. I th- I think he's just gonna take whatever offers given to him. I think someone's gonna offer him the max, and he's gonna be out. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think Reed makes a good point there. You know, I don't think he's gonna stick around. Why would you stick around for a, a three hundred pound? Sol- sophomore who, who can't get in shape. Like, I know he's supposed to be the next big thing. But you, 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 you and you, you about to enter your prime. You might be one most improved. Like, you're going to be a hot commodity on the on the market. Go somewhere.
1: Yeah, I agree. Uh, you was about to say something?
3: Imagine Ingram in uh, Phoenix.
1: That would be nice. Oof. Oh. Oof. I mean, they, they could work a deal around Oubre, an kind of deal. Some, maybe throw somebody else in. Mm-hmm. We'll see. That would be interesting. Um, also, another, another tidbit that I saw, um, online well, that I was reading is that David Griffin, um, fellow Pelicans is monitoring the situation out there in Houston. You know why? Because he's looking for his next coach. And I think, well not I think, I read that um he is monitoring the situation over there in Houston because if the Rockets do lose the series, which we're gonna get to um later on, and they do let Dan Tony go, I heard Dan Tony might be a top candidate for that um that Zion, I mean that Pelicans job too. In order and his vision I was reading was that Dan Tony would turn Zion into Amari Stademeyer Part 2. Because that's how he had him out there in Phoenix. How? How how how? I'm telling you. He's six five, three
3: hundred and forty pounds. Mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> 340. Come on, four forty, four fifty. What are we talking it, about it right now? How Zion does off the pick and roll. I mean, actually, all that matters, and you get a point guard who could run that pick and roll and shoot the three. I, I get where he's coming from, but yeah, I don't see it either. I don't think. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't go for that either. <laughs> and I'm a Tony apologist, and I still don't even know if that would be. Honest. I'm dropping that. I, about I the door.
1: <laughs> <laughs> But you know, but you know, one thing before we move off from Zion, Zion, that I gotta say, he's got to give me more than four rebounds tonight. I saw on this bubble, right? This, oh. He had two games where he had like zero rebounds or one rebound. He averaged four for the bubble. I'm disgusted at four you gotta rebounds. Got to average double-double. He was, double, pow- double, he double was doing least. a lot of pouting. A lot of pouting. Yep. Yeah, I, I noticed that. A lot of pouting. You got to give me more than four rebounds. I don't care. You can't be my powerful and not give me at least six. Come on, Robbie. Come on, Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> um, next cop in the dropping. So this one here, I want to talk about a little bit of uh, John Morant, Devin Booker. Um, and this one right here, two young studs who are pretty much uh, solidified their star status, I feel like, in the bubble this far. Um, Booker's giving you 30, 5 and 6 and shooting 50% um, in the bubble. John Moran from the Grizzlies is giving you 19, 6, ten, damn near 10 assists, 9.9, I believe. Um, and I believe that's leading the bubble in assists as well. Um, So I wanted to talk about these two young men right here because these two, to me, have been the two young standouts, I would say, in terms of star status um, in the bubble. because Devin is getting a lot of love. John Moran was already getting some love, but Devin Booker is getting some extra love in this bubble with the Suns going undefeated. Um, So, Josh, I'm definitely going to start with you on this. If I'm starting a redraft, NBA redraft right now, right now, everybody's a free agent, copping or dropping. Devin Booker is the player... I would start a franchise with over Ja Morant copping a. dog. Oh, I'm, I'm copping that. Mm. Um, it took
4: me it took me a while to come around on Devin and I love John. and you know this. I know I that's John. why. Should... Uh, but Devin Booker to me I mean he's he's mm. like I don't even know what he, he's phenomenal. If he wasn't in Phoenix, we'd be talking way more about him. You know, I'm impressed with the way that he's incorporated his team this year. You know, his assist went up. That was my one question about him. I thought he was just a bonafide scorer, but no, he's turned into a complete all-around player. And I don't even think we saw the best of him. And that's not to to knock Ja. I think Ja's phenomenal. Ja needs, you know, I think he needs to put on some weight. He needs to get stronger. Um, He needs to be a little more consistent from the outside. And he has a good feel for the game. But Devin Booker, to me, I mean, he's a top five player in the league when he's in his prime. I think I really do think that. I think he could be the best player on a championship team. So give me Devin. Mm,
1: I'm actually surprised. I'm not gonna lie. You surprised me. I really thought you was going ja. Yeah. I, I like Pat you know, cause I like pass first point guards. Like I'm mm-hmm. all about that.
4: And wow. it, yeah, but you know, Devin, yeah, you know, Devin he's undeniable at this point, man. He's he's
1: unreal. He really is. Do not want us for a curveball, Josh. I like this. <laughs> <laughs> Reem really, talk to me. Copping the dropping. Devin Booker is the player to start a franchise with over John Moran right now.
3: I'm gonna have to agree. Mm. It's a tough agree though. It is. Because, drop. you know, I'm copping for sure. Okay. But I think Devin had a few more years in the league to really mm. develop his body. Mm. You know, I don't know what job yeah. would be with two, three years in the league. But mm-hmm. when Devin came back with the one step and he's putting people in
1: trunks now. He' uh, booming it on people now. That that yes. one, who was who was that was against Philly? Who was that against? He had a uh, couple of them. It was one in the mid post when he did that little jab step. Yeah, and he froze he, him one step. Damn, who was that? Once
3: it, it was a boom.
1: I'm like, okay, <laughs> all right.
3: So what, what? What I also like is his growth that he he's also leaning on his teammates a little bit more. Yes, because he's giving Aiden some love, and we didn't even see Kelly out there. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot some of Kelly
1: Uber. Right, yeah, a, a lot grows.
3: of the other people on that team I can't name. And he still went 8 0, and he was still getting his numbers at a high clip. And his in between game got crazy. Mm -hmm. His handle got better. He got better. And he looks much stronger. So, right now, if you give me that frame, I'm taking Booker over Ja. But I don't know what Ja looks like in two, three years because you Mm. can't teach what he does already as a rookie. Mm. To leave a campus, to come to the NBA and basically do what you want, do what you want. He was it's a, his way it, it's amazing. And, and the Blazes should pay homage to them because Jeremy Jackson got hurt.
1: Oh, yeah. Facts. I mean. yes. So, you know what I'm saying? Facts. <laughs> True indeed. <laughs> Just saying. True indeed. And most importantly, Facts. too, what you guys said about Book, I'm going to add on top of that is most importantly, I feel like he got smarter. Over yeah, the break. I think he yeah. was watching a lot of game field, a lot of tape. Because if you look at his He falls um, less too. Yeah. And if you look at his offensive repertoire, like now, I feel like he's doing a better job of knowing when to attack. Yeah. Um, cause especially when he's coming downhill, he knows whether to come off the bounce, whether to pull back, whether to pull back and shoot a three or go straight to the rim. I notice he's got a lot smarter and knowing um when to not force shots. He 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 relies less on pure athleticism.
3: Yeah. Later on in the season.
4: And he's better off the ball too, right? You get a point guard like Ricky Rubio in there and you can get Devin off the ball a little bit. He doesn't have to be as ball dominant. He's just a smarter player. He's Mm -hmm. a better player. And uh, it it showed a lot this year. And I'm excited to see where he goes going forward.
1: But notice I didn't get my confidence drop. You're right. You're right. You're right. (laughs) Purposely, I didn't do that. I am going to drop this. Mm. I'm telling you right now. Listen, I'm not even going to be that excited because I love both of these two. I was never a full-on Devin Booker fan before this, but he has gained my fanship. uh, I'm with you. During this bubble, right? Because I've I've seen something from Deborah Booker that, to me, I haven't really seen before. I mean, I really didn't watch a lot of Suns Suns games. And rightfully so, I feel like a lot of people haven't. That's why he hasn't had the coverage. But um, he's always been a stud. He's always been a scorer. But to me, man, I got to go with my man, Ja. And right now, Mm -hmm. to me right now, as a rookie, he's undisputedly a top 10 point guard in the league. For me, personally, he's top 10. I would even go as far to say top seven, top five to seven. Wow. I know. I know it's a little crazy, but I feel like I'm going that far. To go tops, top 10, definitely. I might go, I'm going to go top seven of John Moran. Because to me, he gives you everything that Point guards in the league, point guards. Guard. To me, he gives me everything that I need in a point guard. He can always work on a few things. He does have to improve on his three-point shot, as we do know. We saw how the Blazers were playing him; they were sagging off of him a little bit, kind of daring him to shoot that make three. Make one, make one. But make he one. He's make not one. terrible though. But he's he's not, not, not terrible not. at it. To give him to give he's, him props. He's, he's not confident terrible enough at it. to shoot it. Well, you saw right. at the end of the game when Nurkic kind of left him open, and he stepped back and he did pull it. He stepped back, nailed it. Nailed, nailed it. No, so, he, he did. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, Josh. No, I'm just I'm just ad libbing right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, he, he he did hit that shot. And I and I like the confidence. So to me, that's not really a big problem, his three-point shot. To me, that's just gonna get better. It just he could have been tired. We saw how the Blazers were attacking him so well at the end of the game on the defensive end because he was tired. So that was a smart strategy <clears throat> on their point, on their part. But John Moran to me, his passing is elite, his mm-hmm. penetration is elite, his vision to me is damn near elite. Um, athleticism Athleticism is elite I think his leadership Low-key is elite
3: Low-key To bounce back on something You said a couple episodes He might be in the top Tier five of Finishers mm. At the ring Layer package Layer package mm. i seen some Some ish some ish
1: layup, layup versus pack. the Blazers. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, that's a black... Oh, the Hassan ain't like-. catch that? Layup package from Ja has, has been yeah. off the charts. And, and I'm telling you right now, I'm taking Ja right now because, and I'm saying this for another reason, to me, the toughest position and the most important position in the NBA to me is point guard. It's the PG, yes. Yeah. So to Definitely. me, if I have an elite point guard, Talk about I feel it. like... <laughs> I feel like I can put anyone else around him cater to his strengths and to me, there's, there's not really weaknesses you have to cover up for this guy, so... Anyone around him I think will be excellent. And I think he's nice enough where he can actually be the leading scorer and the leading assist man and actually win some games because we've seen it done. So to me, I'm picking job right now, man.
4: Mm, I
3: respect. Can I get an honorable mention? Yeah. TJ Warren surprised the hell out of me.
4: Yeah. Uh, Flash in the pan, man. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) I like TJ, but come on. I
0: don't know. Not compared to
3: these two. His Come numbers on. was crazy in the numbers bubble. are crazy, but you would take T.J. Warren. No, 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 hell no, oh, hell no, oh. hell no. But I just mean,
4: oh, you just
3: give a shout out. Yeah, <laughs> just give a shout out for what he was doing. Like, yeah, okay, until until he froze Jimmy and okay. Jimmy taxed that ass. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's true, but I think it's a tough decision, man. John Miranda, Devin Booker, you really can't go wrong, right
3: here. No, you, you're gonna
1: get a good player regardless. Yeah. yeah, definitely can. Um, so we'll see, man. I actually gonna put that up on Twitter. let me see, let's see what the people, would... uh, who they decide to uh start their franchise with. Um, so, fellas, let's get on down here to the NBA playoffs, man. Playoffs, man. That's what we came here for, fellas. Um, so, we're going to be breaking down East series, key matchups, X-Factors, predictions, um, and let's get it cracking, man. Blazers and Lakers, the 1-8 matchup in the West. We got the nice playing game. Shout out to the Blazers and the Grizzlies for giving us a nice, um, good sudden death type of playing game. That was some great basketball that was a to watch. Great game to watch. That was a great game to watch, man. Josh, I know what that, that had to have you on the edge of your seats. That game. Oh, absolutely. Every Blazer game did for whatever reason. They wanted to have <laughs> closed games Notice. every single one of the games. No. I feel bad for Blazer fans. They all had heart attacks. <laughs> yeah, but no, Lotus, I noticed though. Low key though. You, Josh, and Reem, I gotta say, y'all both of y'all are closet Blazers fans, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> I see Josh giving a lot of Blazes love and Reem also listen
3: I'm an OD Mellow fan (laughs) but Dame (laughs) won the hell out of me recently
1: uh, you are a Dane fan now. Dame all is I mine. see this guy talk. All I see Josh now is tweeting of uh, all uh, Blazers stuff. I'm like, what is going on, Josh? I don't know. You, you left <laughs> oh, the Knicks society, You a Blazers fan? I bro? like. Good, good,
4: now, I like good. Hoops. I'm not. Let me just let me defend myself. <laughs> the the eight seed was the biggest storyline going into the bubble, so yeah. the other games just did not matter. Mm. I picked the Blazers to get that eight seed, so I want to be correct. <laughs> right? And on top of that, every single one of their games was entertaining as hell. So yeah, how am I yeah, not going to tweet about that? And then Dame is dropping like 60 on everybody. <laughs> so naturally, when I'm tweeting, I'm tweeting
1: interesting things, it's going to be about the Blazers. True, D, because I'm not going to lie, I said in my I'm like, wow, I feel like Josh is getting converted here. Like, <laughs> nah, nah, <yeah. laughs> what is going on? <laughs> but um, I'm not going to lie. So I, I agree with you. The Blazers have been the story to watch in the bubble, pretty much. I feel like a lot of people were rooting uh, for the Blazers and Dame as well. He was giving you thirty seven and nine in the bubble um ridiculous basketball gary trent Emerge in the bubble. I'm feeling love Gary it. Trent right now. Love him. <coughs> love him. Great, great dude. I love. I love the heart from Gary Trent too. I love yes. him out there talking shit to Paul George. We love to see it.
3: He be talking to himself. I love <laughs> to watch that. Like. <laughs> he does. That can't does. hold me. Okay, Stop Gary? playing with
4: me. <laughs> Yo, Gary, you okay? You all right?
1: I love it. <laughs> yeah, I do. And and, and he made. I, I feel like probably the biggest leap in the bubble. Uh, um, this far before he was averaging seven in the bubble, he's averaging 17 points per game in the bubble. Anthony. Simon's who? <laughs> Zach Collins who?
4: <laughs> seriously. Seriously. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. So I have a lot of questions for this series. Josh, I'm going to start up with you. Just give me your first initial thoughts on this series right now, because there was a lot riding up to the series. Everybody wanted the Blazers in there to give some comp to the Lakers. What are your initial thoughts uh, in previewing this Lakers Blazers? Tough matchup.
4: Well, if you thought I was a Blazer fan, then it's gonna put everything to rest now because I don't <laughs> think the Blazers have a shot in hell. In this. I think the Lakers take this in five. Um, the Blazers can't play defense; they can't guard anybody. I understand the Lakers haven't been playing well since entering the bubble, but I mean, come on—you know they're gonna turn it on. Um, you know they can get—they're the, one of the best defensive teams in the league. If you're gonna ask me one team that I trust to make stops down the stretch, it's the Lakers, and I don't—I don't really trust the Blazers to have a dynamic enough offense to—you know—you know. You know beat the Lakers down the stretch. Yes, you have Dame. But when you're relying on Dame to hit 35 footers every game, it's just not happening. Um, I expect Vogel to make the defensive adjustments to get the ball out of Dame's hands. You know, CJ can get you, yeah. Melo can hit a clutch at the end of the game, yeah. But at the end of the day, I just can't see the Blazers making enough stops
1: to even beat the Lakers more than once. I could say, Josh, if you could see Reem's face right now, he is still <laughs> not in agreement. Talk to me, Reem.
3: The disgust <laughs> on my face. Let's get it, Reem, let's go. <laughs> as I pull down my seven hat. <laughs>
1: talk about
3: it. All right. I'm going to say it here first mm-hmm. Blazers and six.
1: Wow. In So it will and six. <laughs> Damn. Get- Six,
3: talk to me. The problem wow, I man. have with the Lakers is who is going to decide to check Dane? Mm, okay. Caruso?
1: Yuck. Quinn Cook? Oh, well, definitely. Uh, Quinn Cook better not get any minutes in the series but- for Vogels. Josh. JR? Mm uh, Wiggles? Waiter? <laughs> Wiggles,
3: waiter? Waiters? hmm. I don't. Danny Green? Who?
1: He doesn't, he doesn't even show up And got that big contract They made a big deal About signing him First of all I don't mean to cut you off Real quick Lee, But I've been saying this On Twitter I'm going to put this on the set Danny Green is washed Trash I, I, I don't care what anybody Says right now I know they brought him in For championship experience I know he was solid On the Raptors I, I know he was great On, great on the Spurs teams and um, What he brings to the table But I'm going to say it like this I was telling this To Murph last episode I'm not a fan of what Danny Green is bringing To the table I just What I, does
3: he bring? Well he brings Inconsistency <laughs> He's not locking anybody down. So you're telling me the person who was supposed to be the defensive stopper, 3 and D guy that you waited to sign because Kawhi didn't sign mm-hmm. isn't your guy that you are mad that came to the bubble. Mm-hmm. They're upset that the other guy didn't come. Mm-hmm. He's not stopping Melo. Mm-hmm. He's too small. Who? Danny Green? Yeah, he's Danny Green. Kind of so LeBron is going to get upset because the point guard is getting their ass cracked. Mm-hmm. So he's going to decide to either stop Dame or CJ. And it's going to cause a mismatch down the line. Mm. AD is unproven and soft. In the middle? Period. Playoffs, what has he done? Unproven? Bang, I think that's a little disrespectful. Well, well, listen, what I'm saying... a couple years ago. He sure did. All right, Rondo played amazing. Rondo did. But whatever the case <laughs> is... Drew Holiday, too. AD doesn't like phys- physical matter. Mm-hmm. You have a couple big boys mm-hmm. to match the big boys over there in LA. And the big boys for... for, for the Blazers are better than the Lakers but I'm JaVale's retarded
1: what <laughs> what big boys are we, <laughs> what big boys are we talking about on the yep. Blazers that's gonna give AD we know Nurkic right but is Nurkic realistically right is Nurkic gonna be guarding AD who's gonna be guarding AD, AD listen AD is gonna end up at the 5 because their Nurkic, best lineup I feel like is with AD Nurkic is Nurkic
3: mm-hmm. is too smart for Howard mm-hmm. and JaVale and AD is going to either Take that responsibility To pay, play the five Which he hates mm-hmm. And he can't bump down low With those boys Or he don't like it He don't like it yeah. He doesn't like it mm-hmm. And they have enough bigs To throw at him mm-hmm. To bother him And for them to get out of there LeBron and AD have to play amazing For four games
1: Because they can't rely on anybody else Well I'm going to be honest with you I think LeBron and AD Has to play well every game Every game Every game Every game to get out of that first round Yeah I think in any round, though, just in the playoffs in general, AD and LeBron both can't have a bad game in the same game. But this
3: is what I'm saying. LeBron is going to have to play defense on Dane mm-hmm. eventually.
4: I, I don't necessarily agree with that, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's different ways to guard Dane. You can trap him off the pick and roll. I mean, We see, how that, we see that. how that worked. Well, we it depends, see. right? It, it, it depends on who, on who you're trapping, right? If Whiteside's setting the screen, I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll trap that all day. Now, that's up to Frank Vogel to decide whether or not he's trapping them, depending on who's setting the screen. But, I mean, there's different ways to guard Dame. And the Lakers are very good defensively. They rotate like a mother. So, like, I, I'm not really concerned they about them rotating. Well. I'll, they do. I'll pick a Lakers?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, The well. Lakers?
4: are Yeah, the Lakers are one of the best defensive teams in the league. So, I mean, I'm, they're going to guard game with team defense. It's not just as simple as like, I'm going to put this guy on game. I'm going to put this guy on CJ. It's going to be a team effort because that's what they do best. They're big. They're tall. I know I like Nurk a lot. I'm a big fan of his game, but I don't really think he's going to dominate someone like Dwight Howard and JaVale McGee. He might be a little retarded, but he's decent defensively. <laughs> so, I mean, I I do hear your concerns though, like outside of AD and LeBron, where's the offense coming from? I I can get with that. You know, Danny Green is not what he used to be. Um, And, you know, you're going to have to find other Boys to score the basketball and Deion Waiters and J.R. Smith. I mean, I don't really trust them with the ball in their hands at this point in their career. So it is gonna be interesting to see where the offense comes from. But the Blazers don't play defense. They are awful defensively. It, it, they are the anti-Lakers when it comes to rotating. They're awful but guarding the three. But their defense and they, is their
1: offense. I get what you're saying. They, get, they they are, they, yeah, But they can't get can I see I don't feel like the Lakers are gonna allow them to get into that shootout. That like right. the Mavericks so them. allowed them to do. You get what I'm
3: saying? Like right. teams like right. that. Fourth quarter Yesterday mm-hmm. Uh The other day Saturday yeah Dame didn't even Take over the game Yeah well CJ did. CJ mm-hmm. So if 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 LeBron or Somebody whoever Decides they're gonna take We're gonna take Dame out of this Situation mm-hmm. CJ can get off He can Melo had a trash Back. game to, to to get into the playoffs But when it counted He had a big shot He did You can't fall yep. Off of a man like that Who Fifteenth on the top scorer list or whatever. His job is to actually help them now. Yeah, he's not that guy anymore. It's a complimentary piece, but he's there, and you can't leave him open, the p-
1: especially from that corner. Yeah, what, that exactly. Right corner, it's the right corner.
3: It's no, it's no more, <laughs> it's no more, more heartless in the corner anymore.
1: Or <laughs> uh, Alfredo
3: <laughs> Alfred Alfred Camino, Camino. then it's no longer that. So you have to it's choose Olympic your mellow. poison. It's
1: Olympic mellow back. It's skinny mellow. Don't don't disrespect. Me- it's either mellow light. we gonna call them. Mellow light. <laughs> mellow light. I like that. I like that. We're gonna go with that. Mellow light. I like this. Mellow light. I like mellow light. Or redemption mellow. Either one. Mellow, but I like mellow, mellow light. Mellow light is good. We gonna- Mellow lights though. No. We'll mellow light. light. We're gonna go there. But fellas, so when we talk about X factors in this series, right? Let me tell you how my how, how my mind was thinking. I think this is going to be a very competitive series I feel like a lot of people think it is <clears throat> For 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 arguments purposes I'm going with the Lakers in 6 or 7 But I'm going to tell you the difference I think Lakers in 6 But I think it has all the potential to go 7 And I think if this goes how I, how it should Or how I think the Blazers need it to go um, Then it could go 7 But to me the X factor for the Blazers I think it's Carmelo Anthony I think 100%. I think, um, and it has to be Melo, I think Melo has to be the guy to tire LeBron James out. I think that is the only way the Blazers will actually have a chance, um, is if LeBron has to work so hard on both ends of the floor that it takes away from one. If he has to work so hard on defense, maybe just not necessarily guarding every single play, but just getting bodied up a little bit. Melo was big enough to push him around a little bit. Just put him in a post, even if he doesn't score, he's actually at least a threat um, in the low post that LeBron James at least has to get guarded. He might get a few uh, uh, ticky-tack fouls called on him, things like that. Um, So I think Melo, to me, is going to be the most important factor for the Blazers. If you can establish Melo as being that third scorer, that can get his own shot. Not a third scorer that is going to sit in the corner and hit that open jump shot because I feel like we all know Melo can hit that. I think they know not to leave Melo open. But if Melo can actually do something off the dribble, I think is going to be 100% key for the Blazers. And I think the only way that they can turn this game from a six-game series or five or six-game series into a seven-game series and have a chance. So I think your boy Melo, Reem, um, I think he's he's, he's got to show up. I-
3: all right. I like what you said. But I'm gonna kind of debunk it. Okay. I think Melo has to hit the open shots mm-hmm. that's given to him. Yeah. Maybe start off like six out of ten mm-hmm. in the first half, just to keep LeBron honest. Yeah. Right. Once LeBron is, once LeBron has to play Melo has to has Melo on his concern, mm-hmm. it opens up the floor for the guards. Mm-hmm. So now LeBron doesn't think I can help off of Melo, and now CJ and Dame get the one on ones that they want they get the pick and rolls that they want.
1: Now, you pick and roll with NERC, NERC to do NERC things. Well, I'm very interested in NERC. So, oh, so, I would say this, Josh, I'm going to ask you. Do you think the Laker bigs in the paint is enough to stop um, all of the paint buckets from Dame and from CJ? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I wouldn't say all of them, but
4: I, I do think they're good <clears throat> enough to disrupt it a little bit. I mean, the, with the Blazers, for me, it, it, it's more of like, it, it's about defense, right? I think the Blazers can score pretty much at will. I mean, we can talk about the Blazers all we want, like who's going to stop who? Who's going to stop who? At the end of the day, they just can't stop anybody. So you know, the Lakers' bigs, yeah, they might disrupt Dame from scoring in the paint. They might disrupt CJ, but those two are so good that you really can't stop that. You know what I mean? Mm. So I, I don't really look at it that way. For me, I, I look at the series more of like how are the Blazers going to stop the Lakers because they mm. can't stop anybody.
1: Okay, so your angle is yeah. Blazers can't stop the Lakers at all because they, they can't, have nobody. Yeah, they, they can't, can't LeBron. They they just can't play defense. They're a horrible defensive team. And that, if, that, if I'm going to trust I one, I agree. They, they, they st- stink. They <laughs> But who's guarding LeBron? I, I need to ask that right now. Who's guarding LeBron in this? Nobody. That's tough. nobody. It depends nobody. on what what what, what Gary Trent though? Who'd, who honestly, realistically, who's who are they putting on LeBron? Who's their three right now?
4: Bello. It, it's gonna have to it's gonna have to be a team effort thing, though. It's like kind of hey. like the same thing I said about, you know, with Dame. It's you have to guard LeBron as a team. LeBron likes to pass the ball, so it's almost like you have to force those options uh, to be canceled so that he does something that's uncomfortable for him. LeBron doesn't really like taking the one-on-one. He, exactly. That's not his game. His game is getting other people involved. So, you know, stops has to devise a plan where he kind of cancels everybody else out. Cause if it's just AD and LeBron versus the Blazers, then you can convince me that the Blazers might have a shot. But you know, and that's why I have my X factor as someone like Danny Green, who who might be washed. But if he's hitting his threes, forget it. There's no there's no way the Blazers are beating the Lakers, and he's going to get a lot of open threes because the Blazers do not rotate well. He might be washed, but you that know what? He's still a professional basketball player. He's got to hit those shots Josh. Guard. You got to no, hit him. You're right. What about KCP? Yeah. <laughs> and if he's hitting them, it's forget it. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. There's no way the Blazers are winning more than one game if he's hitting that. So no way. Oh, or
1: KCP. So one thing I noticed was nobody in this conversation has even brought up. Kuz, is he not a factor hmm. in the series? I noticed that. That was that. Honestly, is normally people's first answer when they say, "What is the X factor for the Lakers?" They always say Kuz. He's been playing better in the bubble. He's been playing better on defense. He hit the game-winning shot the other night against Nuggets. The Lakers are 12 and three when Kuzma gonna score 17 or more. What is Kuz going to do in the series? Is he eliminated? What what is Kuzma gonna do? Is, does he matter in this series,
4: fellas? Talk to me. Oh yeah, he matters. Mm. He matters, especially going against the Blazers bench. I mean, the Blazers bench is not good, so I think he's gonna feast. And that, and that's another thing, the Blazers oh, feast. Not de- <laughs> feast, yeah. Oh, wait, wow. wait, 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 really? wait. wait. If you see the yes, wait, Kuzma, call. I I I'll, I'll, I'll say this right now, and you can hold this to me. Hold, you, I, you come back, you can oh, play this, oh, and man. you can make fun of me on Twitter if it's not happening. Kuzma is gonna average at least eighteen a game in this series.
1: Wow. At least. Okay. Wait. So. Are you saying Kuz oh, All right, who's going to be the better bench player this series? Kuzma or Gary Trent? Mm.
4: Oh, wow, silence. <laughs> Why do you do that to me? I'm going to go Kuzma. I'm, gonna go,
3: mm. I'm, gonna go I'm going to go Gary. I'm going to go Trent. I'm, I'm gonna going to go with Trent Gary. on this. Right. I, think, I think Gary Trent can lock Kuzma up based on... Mm. Kuzma doesn't have enough offensive moves yet.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm. That's That's, that's going to be real interesting That because you that's know at fair. the end of the game, Kuzma's going to be in there. And Gary Trent's gonna be in there. I feel right. like Melo's gonna probably be playing the four the Nerds, four, Because, five, because the Collins four. is a bum. Yeah, Collins, is a, I don't know who a the big bum. Guy Collins. A bum. Man, he's <laughs> slow foot. and he's a little hurt too. So
3: oh, no, he's not hurt. There's nothing wrong with him. He's just a bum.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's <just> a bum. <laughs> he could be better. I'll tell you right now, he could be better.
3: Josh, um, I have a question for Josh. Yeah. What's up? What happens if the Blazers come out with a gimmick on some matchup zone? Mm. With LeBron at the point guard. Like... What happens then? Like a zone to to get the ball out of LeBron's hands? If he wants to dance on the outside, we know LeBron's not going to stroke 10 threes. Yeah, I would give him that. So if it's a matchup zone, whoever's playing the wing, wherever LeBron is at, it doesn't really affect anything.
1: See, but that's when AD becomes important. Is he going to be playing the five or the four? Because if, he, if he's playing the four, then that's another... The one less shooter on the floor for the Lakers.
3: See... AD doesn't do well on face up face-up jump shots
1: mm. he's better on the move on the put-back. but does he have to if he has he to start has some of those face-up jumpers sometimes depending on who's guarding him to be honest you can hit that hit that depending on who's guarding him I'm I'm not sold on it that's okay. what I'm saying
3: okay. okay and as far as where he gets his his, his money is at it's on the board because mm. he's very athletic but when Zach is there you know what I'm saying he but I,
4: see I do me. I do Mm-hmm. I do like that though. I think I think that Stats is gonna have to pull something out like that. Um, Kareem, I, I I think that's a good yeah. uh a good idea. He's or got or a dig in his playbook. Go yeah, me on does. Twitter, man. Yeah, yeah hit up Rima Ray- <laughs> Hit up Rima on, on the Twitter. Not- <laughs> <laughs> was
1: was buy Reema ticket to Orlando immediately? Uh, nah, let's get him a virtual fan <laughs> so you can so you can say it. On <laughs> I'm, yo, I might log on next next game. <laughs> I'm on the waiting list, by the way. That's I'm so on sad. the wait list. They they trying to play me right. <laughs> yeah, I am on the wait list for that for that. Well, which put, team? Oh, are you kidding me, Josh? For the series we about to talk about right now, I'm on that damn virtual fan list. <laughs> um, let's get it. But they trying to play you. So let's talk about it now. Um, talk about it. My favorite series, the series that has Justin written all over this shit. I um I don't want to say I act streets for it because I didn't the streets for it because I didn't. I, I knew it would be very emotional for me. I'm a little nervous about this series. I'm I don't know, fellas. I'm gonna try to control my emotions during this series um, because everyone knows it's a lot with me personally in the series with the Rockets and the Thunder. Trading my boy. Get rid of my man. um, But a lot of slander is on the cusp of this series, fellas. I it's must true. say. A lot of slander. I'm going to capitalize the <laughs> word slander right now. It is on the cusp of whatever comes from this series right here. It's storylines galore. We got CP3 versus Harden. We got is Russ gonna be playing? How many games is he gonna be playing? We got Russ versus uh, we got Russ versus CP three. Uh, we got Harden versus his former team. Uh, Russ against his former team. CP against his former team. Billy Donovan against Dan Tony for uh, when pe- a lot of people like Josh were giving Dan Tony a lot of coaching credit, which I don't, mm-hmm. uh, and I actually <laughs> slandered a lot of Billy Donovan's coaching credit until this year. Um, so I gotta give him some some love there That's gonna be an interesting story like The the Rockets playing no center The Thunder having one of the biggest centers In the league and Steven Adams um, I went across the numbers in the bubble OKC is the third best defensive team in the bubble um, They're third in opponent's points per game Rockets one of the best scoring teams in the league As we know they got one of the best scorers in the league In James Harden um, OKC is first in three point percentage In the league In the bubble um and we know the heart. um excuse me the Rockets are the highest volume 3 point shooting team in the bubble which is going to be interesting. Um so there's a lot riding on this series fellas. I tell you right now there's a lot of uh, um a lot of emotions I feel like on both sides in this series. Um there's a lot riding on this. I think out of all the series this to me is probably the biggest pickem. Um I feel like out of them all um, and I wanted to throw this out there. They try to call my boy Wash. But w- okay. Wash who? Wash who? Wash of who? Of Wash Let me throw that, that out. <laughs> Wash who? They try to call my boy Wash, and look what he's doing. Leading the OKC Thunder, who had a .02 chance of making the playoffs into the fourth yeah. seed or fifth seed, whatever they are right now.
3: Called the lottery team. Co-
1: <laughs> Called oh, the lottery oh, team. It. They said my man wasn't good enough to lead anybody. Um, Disrespect. Disrespect. Can I get an amen on that Josh? Disrespect. <laughs> um, I got to give both of y'all some love because y'all always gives uh, CP3 some support. So I got to give y'all some love. Y'all never want to do who's been saying wash and I got fired for a lot of cats who do. Um, so let's talk about the series. Um, this is going to be interesting one for me because I feel like actually both teams um, can really win this series. Taking my, um, my personal affiliation aside, um, I do feel like both teams can actually win this series. And when I was thinking about the series, I got two X factors. Um, I'm going to start off one. one. Um, for the Rockets, I feel like if they were to win this series, I think Jeff Green might be one of their most important players on the team. I'm going to tell you why. I I, I'm looking at how the Rockets play right now. Jeff Green is really their de facto center now. Especially with PJ Tucker, he starts he starts off at center. Jeff Green comes off the bench, but Jeff Green plays a lot more minutes technically at center and guards a lot of the centers. And most importantly, they do most of their pick and rolls with Jeff Green. Um, and that we know is one of James Harden's go to move, other than the other than the, the step back three. And in the bubble, Jeff Green's been playing well. He's been averaging fourteen, um, and he's been really good on, off that pick and roll. So if he can actually force Steven Adams to do something, guard him out on the wing, maybe roll a little bit faster. I think they, the Rockets, can do something here. Um, I'm just going to start off with them. So, Rien, talk to me. What do you think about this series? First off, identical
3: records, mm. 44 and 28. Identical. Got rid of the man. Wash 2. <laughs> it's snowing in hell that uh, the Rockets walk away with this. Oh,
1: Okay. Wow. Okay. <laughs> and
3: everybody wow. and everybody's fired. Mm,
1: everybody everybody, got it. Everybody's fired. Everybody's <laughs> fired. Listen, heads are gonna roll if the Rockets lose this series. I'll tell you that
3: right and now. Ganicus style, mm. everybody dies. <laughs> <laughs> but um, first off, from what the reports are saying, Westbrook is not even playing. Well, they said definitely the first two games, maybe. I don't give about. a shit. If he can play, he can play. Not play his jump shot he still broke. Crazy
1: to me too. But he's not even gonna attempt to play. His jump
3: shot is broken, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I just gosh. think the guard play mm. for OKC is so elite mm. because they have Schroeder coming off the bench, and he's damn near 28 game. If
1: not, if not twenty a game, nineteen and nineteen points something, damn that's, near twenty.
3: That's a killer. And they got this young kid Dort. Oh, talk, talk about, to me. Talk about it. He just been wild. My man, Lou Dort <laughs> I didn't even know his name. I just like oh, who is this
1: kid? Dort.
3: And he's he's energy. My man. Energy, efficiency, mm. and he's athletic as hell.
1: Talk about my son, Dort
3: So I can't really, you can't really teach that. Mm. And then Undrafted too. Who would guard Steven Adams is my problem. Mm. I didn't even get to Alex uh, Gil. What's his name? Alex Shay 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 Gil Chris Allen. He got mad names. Gil Chris. He makes like two people. He <laughs> got so many names. He's an excellent finisher under the rim. Top three layup package. But Adams is my de facto difference maker right there. Mm. Offensive rebounds. He's always been top of the league in that. Mm-hmm. And he's so. He's like a like he throw logs. Like he's like he throw logs for a living. <laughs> you know. Listen, Aquaman is going to get he going to eat food. Aquaman, he better eat food. Yes. He's going to eat food, bro. Josh,
1: talk to me. What do you think about this series? I got the Thunder in this
4: one in mm. 6. I I can see it going 7, um but you know at the end of the day, I'm going to trust the ball mm. in Chris Paul's hands. That I, 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 I. Just like I don't trust the ball in West, Westbrook's hands. It's who do you trust more? <laughs> I think it might come down to being a three-point contest because that's what it's going to be when when you're playing the Houston Rockets is who hits their threes. But the Thunder can hit threes. I mean, we've you, seen it all season. They can all shoot. Gallo's a problem. cp is a problem. I didn't even say and Gallo. At, and, at, and at the same time, too, it's like... You see a lot of teams fall into this trap when they play the Rockets, where they try to force the ball down low and try yes. to beat him up inside. Mm-hmm. And I think CP3 is too smart for that. He ain't going to yes. fly like that. He's not going to do that. You know, and Steven Adams, mm-hmm. too. He's low ego, patient. He's fine cleaning up the offensive boards. So yep. even when the Thunder are missing these threes in this three point contest that I said it's going to be, Steven Adams is going to be there to put it right back. Goblin. I really don't, I, I really don't see the way. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Unless unless Harden goes off And goes crazy Which he's capable of do- doing mm. I, I can't see a way The Rockets win this series I mean it, it has to take A big effort from James
1: Harden the, thund- the Thunder is just a better team They have enough bodies To throw at Harden they as well plenty yep. of So body. many Listen, guards yep. Lou Dort I'm yep. gonna put I'm gonna say I'm gonna put this on the set Lou Dort is the Harden stopper Okay When they played last game He oh. was really pissing James Harden off That entire game And the reason why He pisses him off Number one a lot of people don't notice. They have the same body type. I don't think people are paying attention to that. The same exact. So you know how Harden uses this big caboose yeah. when he's going to the lane, bumping those bodies off, getting those, getting those defense, uh defensive fouls on the defense. Mm. Um, Dora, he doesn't really allow that. You know why? Cause um, Dort can actually Take those blows He can absorb Those shoulders That um Those hip bumps That Harden is actually Given on offense So Dort is actually Probably the prototypical Defender For a guy like Harden
3: Low key He probably studies studies Harden moves Because so. Because he is left handed As well
1: yes. Yeah and and, that, and 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 he he's a smart defender, man. And you know you know CP is in this air as well. So you know CP is a, is a is a um, savant, you know, savant savant. <laughs> so he know he's studying James his yeah, moves. You he know he's telling Lou Dort everything that he's gonna do. Yeah. Um. And one thing I want to bring up also as well, the X factor for me for for um, OKC because obviously I don't feel like I even have to say do I think OKC is winning the series. I'm sure everybody knows I think OKC is winning. I think they're gonna win it in six. I'll give Houston two games. Um, Yeah. But to me, the X factor Mm. is Gallinari for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Let me tell you why. I think if Steven Adams gets into trouble, where they start doing that, I know Josh, you brought it up before. CP's too smart to let Steven Adams start doing that, try to pound it down low kind of offense, because that Mm. does play into the Rockets' hands. I think if Gallo plays a small ball five Mm -hmm. for an extended period of time against Jeff Green, PJ Tucker, Robert Covington, I think that unlocks the Oklahoma City offense even more. And now they can play Schroeder, CP, Shea, like they usually do, and then play Dort and Gallinari in that five-man lineup. And I think, to me, the Rockets, they can't beat that lineup, I think. But Gallinari, if he can play the five, because he is 6'10". I I have two players,
3: mm-hmm. OKC, who was Dark Horses. Mm-hmm. That's Norland's Noel. Mm-hmm because when Steven when Steven Adams comes out he might have trouble closing out on three point shooters. Mm-hmm. Noel is very disciplined on defense and he's a very long range guy. He has yes. long arms. Good help defender too. Good good foot movement. And the young boy, I don't remember his name but Darius Bailey? I like him a My lot. I boy been putting in work. How did I know you? I finish? like him a lot. Number 7. He took Melo's number. but he's he's <laughs> he's really I like what I see from him. Okay. He doesn't get out of character and he brings a lot of energy to
1: them. Yes, um, like athletic it. as well too. Yeah. So I say so. No one here is picking the Rockets, Josh. Nope. You know how many games do you think Rockets are gonna hit? You said two, Josh. Yeah, I, I'll say Thunder in six. I could see it going seven, but that's only if Harden's really balling out. Mm. Oh, oh, really quick before we move on to how many games is Russ gonna play? Do we think two, three? That's
4: I, I said if they go down too well, he's in there immediately. I'm agree. Maybe not to game one.
1: I'll agree with that. You know what's crazy? I know people are not going to believe me when I say this, but I think even with Russ playing, I honestly still would have OKC winning this series, even oh, if Russ is Oh, under and six, either either way. Oh, it's okay, be yeah, awesome. I thought y'all were saying that because Russ is out.
4: Nah. No, no, no. No, because nah,
3: nah, Russ's shot um,
1: is broken. Yeah, listen.
3: Yeah. Forget the broken. Emotional Russ in the playoffs
1: mm. is a terrible animal. Mm. <laughs> well, there's no Utah fans in this one.
4: Yeah, uh, but sad, it, he's right though he right, it's Mixed with I'm not
1: so sure of myself, James Harden It could be a disaster mm, Listen, oh man I told you fellas Slander is on the cut <laughs> <laughs> someone's, someone's getting slandered After the of the series Somebody hundred um, percent Let's move on now In the East Celtics and six, Sixers, man I think this has the potential To be a really good series Um, And I'm going to be honest here I think this was the worst Possible matchup For the Celtics Um, But I think they should be happy that is coming now, early, sooner rather than later. Um, we all know their weaknesses, defending the paint inside the paint. Their big men are, are relatively suspect. We got Daniel Tice. We got um, Enos Cantor going against the big boy and B. Simmons is out for the series, which is a bummer. Um, but I don't want to hear any excuses. Uh, I mean, actually, Simmons is out, which is a bummer. So that allows for the excuses, I should say, um, from those Sixers fans. I'm talking to you, Akeem. Um, he's a sixes apologist when uh, he's gonna give excuses about Ben Simmons not playing. I don't want to hear that. Um, I'm gonna go Celtics in six. Really, I want to say five, but I'm tr- I don't know why I'm giving Philly any any extra respect right now. But um, I think Embiid is gonna try to dominate. I think he's gonna have a pretty good series. Actually, I actually think he might be one or two best players on the floor, but I don't think it's gonna be enough. I think the Celtics have too much perimeter play for. Um, The Sixers And I think it's gonna Overwhelm them Hopefully Kemba Walker Shows up So Josh talk to me what, What's your thoughts On this series I got the Celtics In five I think the Sixers Are an absolute okay. Train wreck right now It's not so much X's <laughs> and O's As <laughs> it is Like the Sixers Are just Literally Just a mess right now Ben Simmons is out
4: Do you Doyle think Embiid that helps
1: Or hurts them With Simmons out
4: it, I, I don't think it helps her though Right? It's Honestly, to me, with the Sixers, it's more about that Brett Brown is a terrible basketball coach. Mm. The vibe in the locker room has got to be off. They don't seem like they like playing with each other. There's no cohesion whatsoever. You can talk mismatches and X's and O's all day. This is a team that just so... Your audience is aware. I picked the Sixers to make the finals preseason. So yeah. this was a team I was high on to go into the season. Um, but yeah, it, it's just more than And the Celtics are the exact opposite of that. They play well together. They like each other. They have one of the best head coaches in the league. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I just trust Brad Stevens to make the adjustments to whatever Brett Brown's going to do. Now, Embiid can feast. I think game one is very important. If the Sixers do win game one, then they can turn into a series. But, you know, if Embiid goes for, let's say, 35 and 15, which he does sometimes in a Sixers loss, it's it's over. It's over. Like, whoever wins game one is it's it's going to be very telling. And I think the Celtics are going to win it. And I think the Sixers are just going to be deflated. I think the Brett Brown era is over. And I think this is just mm. the end of it, really.
3: The end. I'm gonna go yeah. one I'm gonna go one better than you Josh. Uh-oh. Oh, you... Sweep, up.
1: Sweep <laughs>
0: him up. Sweep him up. Wow, he just prices right Wait. me. Yo. That's crazy. Sweep so him I up. I can see it.
3: Sweep them up, man. <laughs> I think I think Tatum or Jalen Brown right. goes nuts. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Marcus I Smart too nice. Man. Mar- Marcus <laughs> Smart Dogs, whoever's at point guard mm. and backup mm. point guard,
4: mm-hmm. and, Shake Milton. Come on, yo, I like it, him, but come on. And it's
1: over after that. Uh, they're gonna take their soul. They're gonna and, take their soul. And game B, and it. B, B can't be score one twenty. <laughs> no, you <he> cannot. <laughs> Got it. And that's that. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I I agree. I don't I don't believe I don't believe Philly is gonna make enough adjustments to win this at all. I think they might win one. I feel like at the end of it at, at the end of the game they may win one. But phew, I don't have no faith in this Philly team.
3: If if MB comes out shooting more than six three-pointers,
1: they losing in four. Mm. Yeah. And how, how are they gonna work this embiid Hawford dynamic? Horford has does he have to, Does he start now? Right now, he's coming off the bench still for Tobias at the four. Oh, Tobias gets killed by one of them. Young First of all, boys. you know Tobias was your guy. You was giving a lot of love to the. No, no, what no. T- Two hundred million dollars. T- Tobias happened?
3: got paid. He played good for a paid season, and now it's over. He's looking real regular, mediocre. His num- his numbers aren't bad. They're not bad. No, but his impact for me. But he gets a volume of shots. Mm. It doesn't matter though. Mm. I don't know who their point guard is.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Shake. You know what they missed? Shake they messed it. up getting rid of uh, Trey Burke. I think that was a mistake by them.
3: Markell Fultz plays better than any of their point guards right now.
1: That is bad saying that.
3: True. And he's 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 not playing bad in Orlando.
1: True. true. True Indeed. True indeed. Uh, We're gonna see, man. So heat and paces. Um, another interesting series for me. Uh, everybody knows how I feel about the Heat right now. I think the Heat are going to the finals. I said it on many, many, many occasions. I said it on Josh's show. I said it on everybody's yep. show. Um, I think the Heat going to the finals. So we know I got the Heat winning this series. And I'm going to go Heat in five because I think they're going to mess up with wow. game. I really want to go sweep. Gentlemen sweep. I re- gentlemen sweep because I really want to go sweep. I'm telling you, I was, I was pushing it. But... Um, I think the Pacers are no match, to be honest. I think they played well. Nate is a phenomenal coach. But to me, I think low-key, an X-factor for the Heat to me. And I think... (sighs) I don't want to go this far because you know I'm known for saying shit, jumping out the window, saying stuff. But um, Crowder, though, I feel like his third most important player on the Miami Heat team. Um, I think he's an X-factor for the team. I think he does a lot for them. He's truly their utility player in a team full of utility players. You know what I'm saying? I feel like everybody on that team can technically be a utility type of player on another team. But Jay Crowder, to me, is the ultimate utility player on a utility-ass team. Um, so I think he's going to play well. And I know TJ Warren he's been playing good, but all that shit is getting shut down, I think, in this series. Um, so, gentlemen sweep, five. I'm going with the Heat. I think they're just too much for the Pacers. Ring, talk to me. What you got? What are your thoughts?
3: I'm going I'm to go with the gentlemen sweep. Uh, how, what's the what's the uh,
1: word on Jones? Who? On uh, Derek Jones Jr.? Yeah. He's probably going to be out a few games. I know uh, with his neck injury. I think they got enough. I don't but, think they need uh, him, though, for the series. I
3: really think the X factor is Duncan Robinson. Mm. How much he stretches the floor mm. for Jimmy to operate mm. is what I'm concerned with. Because mm. we know Bam is a Bam is an animal. Bam is going to do his thing. Oh, Bam is crazy. I like it. And they don't have uh, Sabonis Jr. Yep, Sabonis is cool. So, you know,
1: Miles turn, it could be something. You know, he floats in and out. Man. No, no, no,
3: no. Who? No. No. <laughs> no. no. It's not
1: happening. Josh, no. talk to me. What are your thoughts <laughs> on this series?
4: I, I got the heat in this one. I got it in six, though. I think the Pacers play very hard. They're very competitive. And mm. I think Nate McMillan, um, I, I, I think he can go toe-to-toe with Spolstra. I think Spolstra is a fantastic coach, but Nate McMillan's right up there with him. Mm-hmm. You know, at the end of the day the pacers are gonna to have to find a way to score the basketball tj warren's not gonna be it jimmy's gonna shut that down and victor olodipo for me this year has kind of been hit or miss since he's come back from injury the heat are just too deep though i oh. I, I don't think they're gonna need they're gonna they're not gonna need Derek this this round i don't think he's gonna play this round but i don't think they're gonna need him and my x factor for them is gordon drogic because
1: mm. you know you have like Kendrick
4: hundred who might be out you know who's gonna run the point guard opposition mm-hmm. uh, and i think he will do a fine job i Think he's a little underrated still and underappreciated uh and i think he's gonna be fine and i think he's gonna play well he will play well it'll be six a competitive six but the heat of a better team
1: a hundred percent goran Dragic too is going to be really important this entire playoffs for the heat he, yeah uh, because kendrick nunn hasn't been himself and he's a rookie so we got to give him a little <clears throat> a little leeway there but Dragic, i think is definitely gonna have to play 30 something minutes tonight and and be that dude Um, It's going to be interesting with that series. I think all that TJ Warren, Jimmy Butler hype is is pretty much dead to me. I don't think TJ Warren is going to do anything. I think he's going to get a solid 17. He's going to be back to pedestrian TJ Warren, I think. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Um... And Mavs. Now, this right here is an interesting series. I feel like um, interesting, not so much in the outcome. I think interesting in how the series will be played. Um, I think because I saw a lot of people giving the Mavs a lot of credit on Twitter. I can't lie. Um, I, of course, we know there's a lot of Luka fans, there's a lot of Pozingas fans. I'm a big Porzingis fan. Um, X Factor for me in this series. Well, first of all, I'm going to go Clippers in. Six. I'ma go six. Um I really wanna go five. Actually, Clippers in five. Okay. Clippers in five. I'm gonna go. Clippers in five. Um, X Factor to me is Porzingis. Um, he's averaged 30 in the bubble. Um, I don't think the Clippers have an answer for him, but I do think they can frustrate him in this series. I think Luca is gonna do his thing. I think he's gonna get his 28, 8, and 8 or whatever's routine numbers. Um, I think Porzingis has to get 30. I don't think they're gonna allow him to get 30. So uh, it's gonna be tough because can Montrezl Harrell come in and really body Porzingis? I think he's gonna put in work over Zubak. but if Montrezl Harrell can really body him, put his body into him, I think it's gonna frustrate Porzingis. And then the clip and then the maps to me have no answer. I think Kawhi's gonna kind of take it easy this series, low key, um, I think I'll let everybody else feast on the series. So um, I got the Clippers in five. Josh, talk to me. What are your thoughts on this series?
4: I have the Clippers in five as well. Mm. I think KP presents a huge mismatch for them. But at the end of the day, I don't think it's enough. You know, I think Kawhi is going to stick Luka. I think he's going to do a fantastic job on Luka. Mm. I think it, to the point where we might even have a narrative at the end of the series. Like, oh, we might have might have jumped the gun on Luka a little bit. I'm a big fan mm. of Luka, but some of some of this fandom is out of freaking control. Out of yo. control, Like, Josh, like relax, louder. out of relax. control, man. Don't do, don't do that. Don't do that. I out like him control. too, man. I think he's going to be. do do that. I think he's going to lead the Mavs to a championship during his career. I think he's going to be one of the all-time greats. But I mean, right now, his second year, relax. With his team, relax. They're not going to do much. And I think Kawhi's going to shut that shit down. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I say Clippers and five. They're just a better team. They're too deep defensively. I mean, when, they, when they're when they clicking defensively, it works. I mean, they have a lot of lapses. But I trust Doc Rivers. I trust that, trust that locker room to turn it on um, during playoff time. I can't really see the Mavs mustering up enough offense, even though they put up one of the best offensive seasons of all time, I mean, when you think about it, outside of KP and Luca, does anybody really scare you on that team? Mm. No, <laughs> I'm not. I'm scared of Tim Hardaway Jr. Come not on, all. like all really, Seth
1: Curry, <laughs> or Dorian and Smith. Open,
4: <laughs> Come on, like relax. Like I, I the Mavs don't scare me. Mm. Not yet. <laughs> Reem, talk to
1: me. <laughs>
3: <laughs> the disrespect.
1: <laughs> oh wow, I know. <laughs> Disclaimer: uh, Ring does like the Mavs for some reason. I, know he's I like do I do like. I do like Luca. But
3: I'm going to go Clippers in seven. Seven? Ooh, seven.
1: Wow, okay. Wow, you really got faith in these Mavs. No, no, no. Playoff P who? <laughs> mm. <laughs> Restart P. <laughs> Restart P. Bubble P. 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 Bu- bubble P. P. There you go, Josh. Bubble P. Bubble P, P. P who? <laughs> A bubble P not going to put it work?
3: No, no, no. No, no. I'm just saying, Kawhi I've been pissed at him all season long. Mm. <laughs> I'm just saying, the disgust is just getting caught on camera. Mm. But the Mm -hmm. issues is KP does give him a little problem. Mm. What does Montrez give you when he's coming back? Mm. And is Lou Will back in his groove? Mm. He might might hit a groove, which will bring him over the hump. That's what I'm saying in seven. But eventually, somebody's going to have to shut Luca down. And I have never seen anybody shut him down yet.
1: I hear that, but I think you can not shut him down and still win. KP's playing amazing. Right. He is, but you really think the Mads can push this to seven? You think they can win three I'm, games?
3: I can see it.
1: Three games? Three games. Three games. That means <laughs> either somebody on the Clippers has to completely not show up. Or you're Die. talking about Bubble P? PG. <laughs> <laughs> so you think he's going to completely not show up? He's going to disappear for ball.
3: two games. Oh. And Kawhi's going to shoot bad for
1: one game. So, Lou Will, can't offset that? Oh, Montrez, can't offset that? They got too many options, Look <laughs> like at all the options <laughs> I just named. But what I said... Like got-
3: hey. First off, Montrez, we don't know what type of condition he's in. So, how many minutes he going to clock in the first three, four games? That's first. Mm, okay. Right. One of the two stars have a bad game. Remember, uh, is only took 20 points a game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where does the rest
1: come from? The twin, throw him but out I the can window. But I say, where does the rest come from from the map? Who's going to be scoring on that team? We know about Luka and KP. Who else? Tim is Hardaway's going
3: to have a big series. Big series? He's going to have a big series. Mm. And coming off the bench, I believe Seth will shoot the lights out.
1: Hmm.
4: Every game, though, like because, like for because me, I, I could see it in one game, maybe two, but not every like to win seven ben- games off the bench.
3: Who's yeah. a who's a defensive stopper? Lou will isn't me off the clipper of bench.
1: Yeah, Reggie Jackson isn't. No, they can't sleep. They on- really, oh, technically, only have two stoppers. I know people are giving them a lot of credit, yeah. but they they really only have two two elite
3: stoppers though. And then and then the center in the middle, Zoobox. is the light too bright for him? Do so you rely on Joakim? Noah? <laughs> Bobon needs to get some minutes for the Mavs. I'm Joke. just, I'm just saying. And when Bobon does think get you in, you can win three games, right? I think, I think
1: games. <laughs> wow. Listen, I like, Josh I like is in New so York. I like. Let's watch Zingas. the game together. Okay, <laughs> I'm down, yo. Let's okay. do it. Okay, I, I like the so Paul Zingas. so I know. I feel like all three of us are big Paul Zingas fans. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I hope I hope he puts in work, man, because you know I'm still so mad at the Knicks for doing that damn trade. They tra- they traded him for a can of Welsh's grape. I tell you, man. Disgusting. Not even that. Not, not even, even that. that. A dollar slice? Even that? Not even that. Not two, even, not two, slice. two bros? <laughs> two bros. <laughs> <laughs> two bros on them. <laughs> One garlic knot, maybe. One garlic knot. <laughs> <One garlic. laughs> <laughs> not even a bag. <laughs> Crazy. No sauce, yeah. Uh, yeah for nothing. The disgust. Um, let's go to the nuggets and jazz, fellas. Um <laughs> can't even say interesting on this because I've, I've never been a Jazz fan. I've always, I, I guess, I don't know if people call me a, nah, I'm not really a Jazz hater. i just never been a fan of anybody on the Jazz. I never like Gobert. I think that's why people think I'm a Jazz hater because I don't like Gobert. Um, but, Nuggets and Jazz series, what is this, the 3-6 uh, matchup? First of all, I want to say the Jazz are really sorry for losing games on purpose to get the Nuggets and watch them do all of this and get swept or losing five um, to the Nuggets because the Jazz were going hard trying to lose to get the Nuggets because they think <laughs> they can beat the Nuggets for some reason. Go um, for me, X Factor, it's got to be Michael Porter Jr. for me uh, because yes. he's been incredible in this bubble. Um, and for a part of last season, for the end, he was on my fantasy team so he was putting in a lot of work for me. Um, so I got to give him some love in the game that he did play. He put up some great numbers He went from 7 points per game Before the bubble To 22 and 8 During the bubble Played 33 minutes Um, To me You know what I look at this team I made a I was thinking of it Like a weird reference I see Jokic Like a quarterback And all of his receivers Are like 6 foot Slot receivers I feel like On this Denver Nuggets team 6 foot receivers a whole bunch of Mosses on the squad. You got Michael Porter Jr., 6'10". You got Bobo. Bo, you got Plumlee, who can pass. You got a lot of big boys who can run the floor, can cut, can pass, can dribble a little bit, can rebound, can defend a little bit, and can shoot a little bit. So I feel like... um the Nuggets are just too much for this Jazz team. I mean, what is Gobert going to do? I don't. I, I know a lot of people are calling Gobert a stopper. I don't really consider him a stopper. I think Jokic is going to obviously bring him away from the rim and they're just going to run the offense through yep. Jokic as they always do. And I got to give some credit yep. to Mike Malone. They have a really good offense over there um, in Denver. I love how they, how they do that with Jokic. So where do you see this series going, Josh? Talk to me. I mean you said it best, man. Uh I got the Nuggets in five. Mm.
4: Uh the Jazz and this is another team I was high on going to the season, the Utah Jazz. They're missing Bogdanovich, which I think was a huge pickup for them to start the season. Connolly hasn't really worked out too
1: well. And Rudy I think, Gobert, I think he uh, left too, by the way. Now that you say Connelly, yeah. he left today, I think.
4: Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, his his uh at the birth of his child. Yep. So even if so he might even be there. Um, I'm, I'm going to back you up here, Just. I know you get a lot of hate uh, with your Gobert takes, but you're absolutely right about him. I actually think he holds this team back. Yeah. I mean, he, he he's a zero on offense. And on top of that, everyone makes a big deal of how he is defensively, but that's at the rim. You get someone like Jokic who can just step outside and mm. forget it. I mean, he's a complete liability on both ends of the floor. I think it's a horrible matchup for the Jazz Um, I I think Michael Porter Jr. is going to tear it up and you know the Nuggets their guard play is is just better at this point right now yes the Jazz have Donovan Mitchell but you know he's turning into a volume scorer who Mm. who shoots a lot and I don't know I I just don't like what I'm seeing from the Jazz the Nuggets play very well together and and it's just a mismatch
3: Mm.
1: talk to me how you see the series going Uh, I'm
3: going to agree gentlemen sweet (laughs) in five um, I think patient zero Patient one, Gobert. <laughs> this is his exit. <laughs> <laughs> we, we will never see him in the in Utah jersey again. It's I over agree. for him. Mm-hmm. And um, like I, I agree with Josh uh, Bogdanovich not being there he stretches the offense. Michael Con- Michael Con- uh, Michael Conley Jr. He was it wasn't Who? that guy. He Who? was just he was the wrong pickup mm. all season long. Mm. To the point where they didn't start him
1: at one point. It was that bad. They started Royce O'Neal over him. Yeah, and um, like... Jordan Clarkson has been balling, though, for the Giants. Uh, I really like he him. Good pickup. Yeah. But his
3: conscience is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> he don't see a shot We're he conscience. don't like. So it's like...
1: He, he got a no conscience. He might
3: shoot them out the game. So like, I'm going 5-1. Yeah. Mitchell might go off one game. Mm. But like they might have a fight in the locker room. <laughs> so it's like I just think if they don't have enough, and it might be time to move off on, on their coach as well. Mm. Um, they might need uh, some uh, Quinn Snyder.
1: Right? Yeah, they might need some new energy in there. Mm. I think I think they do need some energy over there. I mean, I mean, like I said, I think Gobert is gonna get eaten up like a like a Salisbury steak in this. Series. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think don't either. forget Bobo. Oh yes! Don't forget <laughs> my man Bobo. I hope he gets some minutes, man. You think he's gonna get some minutes? I hope so.
3: I said he could stretch that offense a six. What is he? Seven two? Seven two?
1: Ain't gonna bust him on you top see, of the right. head. While we're on a Nuggets, so a question for these fellas: Josh and Reem. Mm. Should Michael... It, well, first of all, is Michael Porter Jr. starting right now? No, they got the, the
3: old man still starting.
1: Mm, that's my point. Should Michael Porter Jr. be starting for this Nuggets team? If he's still
3: getting 30 minutes a night. He should be because... Uh, yeah, he should. What's his name? Uh, Millsap. Millsap, he's washed. <laughs> he's washed.
1: I, I feel like... I feel like he's got to get some more minutes right now. He, he might be... He unlocks their offense and... They they I feel like the Nuggets do have some decisions to make in this offseason. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they, they do. They cuz um How many guys over over.
3: They have two guys that's injured. Oh uh, shit, I can't remember the name. Oh,
1: right injured now. um uh Will Barnes, Gary Harris. Yeah, Bart-
3: Will Barnes, Bart- Gary, Bart- Gary Harris. Damn. The, co- the coach the coach kind of said basically like it's on to the next with. Mm. So you might not see them no more. Yeah. Are they even healthy For the series I don't even know uh, They've been Trying to get healthy But the thing is Like with the young talent That's up next You can't sit These boys no more
4: Yeah you can't sit Michael Porter Jr There's no way should Bobo gets some minutes, Josh? I think so. Yeah, why not? He's mm. been bowling. Mm. He, he, can he, he shoot. creates mismatches. I mean, why not? I'm, I'm not saying you should start him, but give him 15, 20 off the bench. Absolutely.
3: They might have to put some quarters in, like rolls of quarters in his pocket.
1: Though, like, <laughs> to make him a little heavy. He's <laughs> a little light. He's a little light. <laughs> he is light. I ain't gonna lie. He oh, light. God. <laughs> Roll some quarters <laughs> in his pocket, right? Yeah, he Lord. might need that. Um, yeah, so I think that's gonna be a gentleman's uh, sweep as well. Bucks and Magic. Um another series I think is going to be wrapped up pretty quickly in a glove. Um I don't believe we're going to learn We got to talk about this one. Yeah. We're gotta learn. Learn. yeah just,
4: we just <laughs> we, we, we can move on. But one thing I do <laughs>
1: one thing I do want to see in this series, I want to see um if Yanic if Giannis is going to learn a lesson in, 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 <laughs> in this series um about how he's going to play in the next series because that's where I think he's going to go out playing against Miami, but if he learns how to Deal with someone in his size going through the paint. Like how he got mad at Mo Wagner and give him that headbutt, which is so stupid. I think something like that shows to me that Giannis' is frustration when people know how to defend him going into the paint on a fast break. So I'm looking out for that in this series a little bit.
3: Listen, we don't got to stay too long on this topic. Mm-mm. But Giannis, watch out for Bam. That a, That's all.
1: Josh, listen, I tell you right now, Josh don't believe me on, on that heat pick because I said it on his show, and he thinks I'm 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 going Smoke, over the smoking, edge on that You heat smoking pick. something? You think I'm smoking something, right, Josh? <laughs> yeah, I I I can't get with you on that man. I'm not lie. <laughs> so I'm hating on that heat, man. We are gonna see that next series, man. I might have to bring you on I, again for that one. I think. Listen, I think it will be competitive. I'll give you that. I don't mm. think the Bucks beat up easily. I think it goes six minimum. Mm. But uh, but I got the Bucks at the end of the day. Yeah, we are gonna see that, man. Uh, Raptors Nets. Huh? Um, Raptors, Nets I think to me uh, This is going to be A relatively easy series Also as well um, I'm disappointed in the Nets man Because they could have put A much better product On the floor I don't see why Dinwiddie's not playing DeAndre Jordan They just didn't want to play um, So I'm a little disappointed in them But I am looking for Carol LeVert We got to get some love Hopefully he can do yeah. Something in this series But the Raptors I think are going to spank them. How many games We giving them? Five, five? Yeah. What about you Josh What'd you give him
4: Yeah I got the Raptors in five I think LeVert goes off in the game and, and Into a victory But outside of that
1: I really mm. can't see him Taking another game One question for both of y'all for, this, for the series Is Siakam that guy To bring the Raptors Back to the finals Can he be that guy In the playoffs Josh talk to me I think he can
4: mm. You know I think the Raptors Are more based around You know a team oriented strategy And Nick mm. Nurse's ability To create these defenses That just confuses The other team You know, I I know that you're used to like having that guy on your team to bring you to the championship and it's a cool narrative to have, but you've seen teams like the Pistons of the 2000, like the 2004 Pistons like win a championship Mm -hmm. that way. I mean, last year's Raptors, yeah, Kawhi was that guy, but it it was a big team effort as well. Mm Um, so I, I personally think he can I don't think they can win The championship this year But it wouldn't surprise me If the Raptors came out the East
3: mm, Okay I'm, I'm agree Yeah, yeah. So uh,
4: you
1: changed your tune on Siakam Because you wasn't crazy on Siakam No, no. Forget be Siakam
3: better. I'm not worried about him he, he's, he's a good compliment But they, the team is really deep
1: Yes they, they
3: have a lot of good veterans That know their role mm-hmm. And when you got a guy Like that's asleep Like Josh Powell mm. Who can really like Come in and OG. Fill out a uh, OG on <laughs> He could play man you know I'm
1: like, he And play.
3: he's very athletic Yes So like It's hard to say Like I'm gonna Definitely take another East team mm. Before them
1: I could mm. see Maybe Boston In seven mm. That's gonna be a tough series Boston and that, Toronto yeah. That's
3: I think That that's, might be the best series Yes oh, that's ooh, the highlight Of the East, of the East. Mm. But other that than that be. I don't see a lot of, you know I mean, I don't yeah. I still don't believe in the Bucks. Giannis Giannis didn't go down to New York and lock in with Brickley.
1: <laughs> lock in at Jump Jump. <laughs> I know. I was waiting for Giannis to do that, man. You gotta, lock, gotta was, lock in oh, with Brickley. I love me some Giannis. I'm a little disappointed in right now. We're gonna see, man, because I always root for him individually. Mm-hmm. Um and I must say, um, I got to change my tune on the Raptors because I feel like I disrespected them a few episodes ago.
3: Apologize to, uh, to, to uh,
1: you know, Larry. Oh, yeah. Let me apologize to Larry. Chubbs. My bad, Larry. Chubbs, you've been playing. Chubbs, Very, yeah. you've been playing exceptional. I love the energy. I love the effort. With him taking charges, man. Damn, he's ridiculous with these charges that he's taking. But um, he is an irritant. And I got to show Larry some love, man. He, he's definitely been shutting me up. And I disrespected the Raptors and said they couldn't make it to the finals um, a few episodes ago. Episodes ago So I'm here to say I'm sorry it's- I like that I like
3: that you know, Skip, Skip Bayless You should learn was, from this Learn that from that next, Skip Skip
1: Skip <laughs> <laughs> <scared. laughs> I'm gonna say I'm sorry to Toronto The Raptors could definitely Get out the east My bad Y'all been, hey, have been playing Exceptional So I I, I, t- I take it back man Um, So before we get on out of it, Fellas Any Any Hot takes. Any craziness we think is going to happen in these first couple of games um, before we, I would say, in the first round, I guess? Any Anything you see going crazy in these first couple of games, fellas?
3: Not me. I think it's pretty much cut and dry. But I okay. think after the first round, you'll see a lot of coaching vacancies come out.
1: <laughs>
3: coaching vacancies. <laughs> That's true. <Okay. laughs> Shout out to Mark Jackson. We need a spot for him. Yeah, we need a spot for my boy Mark. You know? I like him in the Bulls.
4: This is going to sound generic and corny. I know it is. It's mm. generic. But I think people forgot about LeBron and how good he is, man. The fact that mm. people think the Blazers can beat this Lakers team is unreal to me. I mean, <laughs> come on. Like, Josh, like, Josh. Really? We, no, we, had a good, we
3: had a good episode, Josh.
4: What are we doing here? Also, also, I, I got to get this in, Reem, because I know you're a mellow guy. Mm. I know you're a mellow guy. Oh, I got to yes. start something. <laughs> Why is NBA, NBA Twitter loves, they love to act like Carmelo Anthony is having good games when half of these games back in the bubble, he's been absolutely awful, bro. Like five games back, he's been awful. In two of those games, he's hit clutch shots. But the whole game, he's been awful. Let's stop pretending that Carmelo Anthony is killing out there because he's not. He's very erratic. He's very awful. 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 Josh, what are we, we doing, Josh? Hit the, he, 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 hit, he hit one of the most important shots of the game, but he was horrible the whole game. A couple I of games,
3: though. Josh, what we nah, doing, man. bro? I,
4: I, 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 Reem, Reem, come on, man. You got to admit it, man. Listen, to be
3: honest with you, Melo is a comp- complimentary piece right now. Mm-hmm. Facts. Right? And when the game slows down, is, it brings his importance. They didn't tell you that in the last three games prior to the last game, he was averaging 22-7, came 53% from the floor, 50 from the from three-point line, mm. 93% from the free throw line, mm. right? And this is what matters in games like this. Very close games, can you hit your free throws? When the when the lights are the brightest, are the shots too big for the opportunity? I think Melo wants those shots. He shows up. This is what he's here for. Like he's I said before,
4: Mohawk was not in the corner anymore. But but can we stop pretending like he's killing it? No,
3: like no, he's five, not. No, he's not killing. Cause I seen something today when he said, oh, the re- the resurgence of Denver Melo. That's not true. Oh, okay. whoa. That's not true.
4: I, I, I know, haven't I, seen some crazy takes.
3: There. No, no, I'm not going to go crazy <laughs> on the crazy takes. Right, gonna I'm going to so, like, uh, agree with you. But when you say cerebral player... And somebody that you can't like, like sleep on, right. Mello is that because he's a professional so, scorer. Not saying that he's no, gonna I, dribble and dunk on you. That's not gonna happen. Right. But you, if you lay off CJ and you lay off Dame and you give Melo a shot, one out of the two, three big shots he will hit.
4: Just give him a shot. That's all I'm saying. See, I can meet you in the middle with that. See, this is how both sides come together. I think Melo is a serviceable player. I think he's a serviceable role player. He can hit the big shot at the end of the game. And that's narrative. That should be the narrative. Not Melo's back. Here's an apology form. Fill this out because you don't know shit about basketball. I'm sick of people sending that to me. That's all I'm
1: saying. <laughs> Wait, they said, I'm sure people are sending that to you, Josh. I know they. <laughs> Stop
4: sending me that damn fucking meme, yo. Josh,
3: yo. I got one thing for you, though. What's up? Melo averages 15, almost 16 a game, right? Who can you depend on from Laker Nation to guarantee you 16 points a game, other than LeBron? And you guarantee can. guaranteed. you can't
4: guarantee. So, Jared Dudley. Nah, now, now I'm gonna <laughs> Come go Come on Jared Dudley. I'm gonna say what I said when we did the preview. I think Kuzma can be that guy, and I think he will be that guy in the series.
1: Mm. You know what's crazy? I think it's gonna be Deion Waiters. <laughs> that wouldn't surprise me either. I'm going to keep it Dude. a snack with you. I think I said it before. Deion Wade is the third most important player on the, on the Lakers. Third best. I think Deion Wade's going to show out. Wrap this show up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, I think Deion's going to show out. Well, he has to to me. In the minutes that LeBron is not on the floor, somebody got to control LeBron. Trent
3: locks that ass
1: down. Trent? I like me some Gary Trent. We're going to see, man. Gary Trent or Kuzma. That's going to come out of this episode. Gary Trent versus Kuzma. Yeah. Shake them yeah. dreads. <laughs> Shake them dreads. <laughs> <laughs> Baby Lenny Kravitz or whatever people let's, are calling him. Let's them. get Stop it. Let's, to yourself, Gary. let's Stop get talking. it. I love Stop it. talking <laughs> to
3: yourself, Gary. They can't. They can't hold me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, so, yeah. So, Josh, man, Josh, Reem, I appreciate you fellas for, uh, for joining me, man, on this uh, NBA bubble playoff preview, man, on Above the Rim, the new season. Appreciate you, man. man appreciate Thanks it. for having me, man. Of course. Noah's love, always. Of course. And it's going to be some interesting playoff matchups. Josh, I know you about to record something on your show, too. When your when you episode coming up soon, right? Yeah, I'm going to drop it tomorrow. I'm recording it today and just dropping it up. Tomorrow is Monday for those who are listening. So, mm. yeah, my episode will be out on Monday. Make sure there's some CP3 love on it, man. OKC okay, is six. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> no, no
3: mellow. A lot of no mellow love. slander. Please. No mellow
1: slander, no more, Josh. It's going
4: to be a little bit. It's going be a little bit. I just had to talk to you, man. <laughs> Once you told me Reem was on the opposite end of the mellow spectrum, I had to get that out there.
3: Oh, you got to get me on the show now. That's <laughs> it.
1: Yeah, you coming on. Yes. you You are going to be a guest. That oh, would be that's good. That's it. That would be good. But to be <laughs> fair, though, this was pretty amicable
3: this was a listen yeah. virtual shake is a, a shake of virtual hands virtual shake I appreciate yeah. you man
1: I appreciate <laughs> you man You're I gave you like a. I gave you like a hard to... dab too <laughs> 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 I felt it I heard it uh-huh. Um. so yeah family that's episode 129 above the rim let's get locked and loaded for these playoffs we ready and we at have...